The following is a production of the Speedsport Podcast Network. Welcome to the iRacers download on the Speedsport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. I'm your host, Taylor Burris, and of course, joining me, my partner in crime, Justin Prince, and our wonderful producer, Mr. Wayne Owens, twisting the dials, make sure we sound good, and be able to tell you all the great stories and news of the week in the world of iRacing. And Justin, we have two guests joining us right now here tonight, from a bruisey race where Judd Danielson, and also from the MPI Cup Series, Ray Richer, and Justin, this is going to be very exciting because we're going into the apparel of sim racing as well as also hearing from one of the drivers in one of the most talked about podium esports broadcast series, the MPI Cup Series. Yes, indeed. And when it comes to the apparel, especially even towards making sure you have the right gear for racing, that can be very critical. And when it comes to Ray Richer, he's put on an incredible season as well in the MPI Cup Series and among the drivers fighting for a championship. It's been intriguing to follow along with both of those story pathways as the sim racing year has gone along well let's go ahead and get started gentlemen welcome to the iRacers download how are you doing tonight pretty good we appreciate being here man appreciate the invite of course well judd let's take things off and start with you you work with a company called abruzzi racewear and tell some of those who are not familiar with what this company is all about what it is and how you got involved with it Sure. Bruzy Racewear USA is a company that I started when a Bruzy Limited came out a few years ago, 2018. So like I said before, it was more of a, a mutual meeting between Ben and I, and obviously he couldn't handle the whole world. So I stepped in and uh, I bought my little piece of the world, we'll say. So basically what I'm doing is running through the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Puerto Rico, and helping those folks that are in the sim world, karting world, real world racing, um, get used to, try out, check a bruisey racewear, and uh, see if you think that what we bring to the table is uh, something that you would you know, want to wear for a long term. Uh, the big thing we've been doing over the last year or so is we've been changing these gloves that especially for the sim racing guys um you know we try to keep that material really thin and super stretchable but yet firm so that it can be broken in you know a lot of gloves uh, for most people when they order these racing gloves they don't realize that these things come in a fashion they're kind of pre-molded already so you just got to break them in a little bit but the the fingers aren't like a straight board you know they are stiffer but that's what we've been really trying to focus on and making our boots more of a, a genuine uh, leather and suede style, um, getting away from more of the fabric-y type stuff. Um, so they can take more abuse, obviously. Um, the soles have been adjusted so that they last longer and they, they grip a little bit better. And yeah, just a lot of different things going on over the last year. You know, there was some change up in the corporate side of things. And I'm really, really out here on my own at this point right now. So uh, the big thing is, is, you know, Ben is my support for my orders, but I am the boss. I am the chief bottle washer. I make the decisions over in this North American side of the world. So um, anybody needs anything, any questions, any comments, any positives, negatives, I can take them all. But I'm the guy you got to get a hold of if you need something accomplished over here. Tell us That's a about little... it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, one of the things is, is you also have partnered up with a lot of sim racing organizations throughout iRacing. What does that mean to help expand your brand to let people know, hey, come check us out with a bruisey. You can get a decent deal on gloves because if you look at the, your competitors, 
they're you know gloves are exp- expensive like over a hundred bucks but you guys are competitive and also they're very comfortable and very you know you could be easily used and have different styles of customization Right, yeah. So part two then would be, you know, when you talk about sponsorships and partnerships and stuff with teams and companies around the industry, you know, obviously we've been working with Stuart House Racing for the last couple of years. It's been a nice relationship to have and, and you know, working with the drivers, making sure that they're comfortable enough. And as we know, some drivers just choose not to wear gloves. They choose not to wear boots. That's fine. That's all good. Eventually they'll come around. They'll figure it out that it, it's not the look. What I What I try to make drivers understand for my product is, your steering wheel is the lifeblood of where you're going. If that steering wheel is uncomfortable to you, and what I mean that is that when you start using these leathers and Alcantaras and stuff like that, you ruin them with the oils from your hands. So why wouldn't you spend 50, 60 bucks and get yourself a pair of gloves, customize them to your taste, what you like, and wear them and save that four or $500 wheel this, I guarantee is going to get ruined. I absolutely guarantee you. You put your oil hands on it, it's going to get ruined. But over time um so Stuart haas you know we worked with as you know taylor you know bobby dale earnhardt and legacy and all that stuff we've been watching you guys just hammer on it for the last year it's just been crazy how good how fast how amazing the driving has been so i've been really fortunate very thankful that um you know reaper this they've been doing such a great job building all these sets out and such uh we're talking with frontline racing their company that's coming on board they're going to be doing some road to pro stuff for a couple years so we're going to see if we can't help a few of their drivers get themselves acclimated and work with our stuff um obviously a bruzy racing is super excited for what's coming up on sunday we're just just fingers crossed everything can you can cross is getting crossed for race so we've been practicing hard this week making sure that uh he's prepared as best he can be and you know bring in bring in the heat uh there is no more nice guy at this point there is no more nice guy and i've been trying to show me he's such a sweetheart he's such a great dude he doesn't want any trouble he doesn't want any drama (laughs) and i'm like dude you need to go out there and create this drama this is why we're here we're going for a championship and it's time to not play ball with these boys anymore show them you got the speed show them that you can get up there and draft off them quarters and make them uncomfortable is what our job is this week is to make these guys uncomfortable and make sure that ray gets a shot a possible opportunity at getting into this thing there's some drivers ahead of him that are going to be tough to get through but we'll see what happens i did what i could for him last week and you know i i my whole intention was not to win that stage it was ray's stage we planned this thing it just didn't work out it is what it is so we'll move forward we've got ourselves and our sights set on michigan so it should be a fun race excited to do that and we'll bring some more stuff to the table certainly is well let's go ahead and bring in mr ray richard ray welcome to the iRacers download you know you had such a great season with the mpi cup series Tell us how you think overall your season has been. Is there anything you feel like you could have improved on? And what made you want to get involved with the world of sim racing? Well, uh, I've been involved with iRacing roughly about five years. Actually, July will be five years once I get there. And uh, Judd and I actually started out in uh, racing about four years ago in uh, CRI or some oddball league that's not even around anymore. And I didn't know necessarily who Judd was or anything like that. And then obviously we had a couple of years in this Domino's TYJ Sim League as well. Uh, that was uh, with uh, Robert McFarland, who, by the way, we had a great time in that league. I mean, he was, we always had a ball every week and it was well worth coming back to. And 
we all did little practices and such like every other league out there does. But uh, we got up through. We've been in uh, – Judd and I have been in loose lug nuts for quite a while. And we're still involved with them, obviously, part-time compared to what it was full-time. But when MPI came around, I looked at it as an opportunity as to try to grow not only my name, obviously, but the Abruzzi Racewear name as well. And uh, we took the opportunity, took a shot, and personally, we actually missed the first race of the season because I found out about it thereafter. And obviously, we got accepted to the league after a quick tryout and everything was good. But uh, I'm quite, uh, I mean, I'm not patting myself on the back by any means, but I'm quite surprised that uh, we've had the determination and the luck. And I mean, there is a little bit of skill involved. Don't get me wrong. I've had to have four years of practice and obviously upgraded machines. Everybody wants to make their sim rig uh, their own. And I've done exactly that. And a bruisey uh, with the gloves and what they offer me and so on as being a person that's been in a real race car it offers another level of immersion as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I really do enjoy having the feel of the race gloves on or the boots or anything along in those lines. So it does actually mentally help me for a race. Cause you know how I racing is it simulates the real world as well as, okay, where's this guy going to screw up next corner? Or where can I get traction here? Well, all in all, uh, um, Bruzy has given me the opportunity to have the feel in the racing world brought over to my iRacing as well. So anyways, as for the MPI Cup Series, though, I've enjoyed every minute of it. No question about it. They've been very good to us. We've taken some chances here and there, and you have to do that when it comes to uh, getting involved and getting ahead. And I'll be honest with you, making it to the round eight, I mean, we, we pushed and pushed and pushed. Like you said, if there was anything I could improve on, Honestly, I'd like to go back to next week or last week, excuse me, because we've had great, uh, great runs up to that point. The car's been great. We play with a little bit of the uh, what you can, obviously, in a fixed setup uh, steering offset. We obviously have great communication between uh, Judd, myself and one of the other uh, members we have of Sean of SK Sim Racing, Sean Kalis there. And we all bounce off each other very well throughout the whole night. So in all honesty, I really appreciate every opportunity that Abruzzi has given me as well as Judd. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this week's race. Not nervous, honestly, about it at all, but I'm definitely going to practice a lot more before Sunday comes along. One of the things that I've noticed with you, Ray, and we've known each other off and on for quite some time, also mm -hmm. here on the iRacing service, is that you're also out there in the social media aspects as well. You know, you're always out there posting stuff involving your sim racing, even showcasing on live streams. What do you think the importance is, and Judd also, if you want to get on this question, the importance that streaming when you're competing on these leagues, especially when you have a partner such as a Bruzy or a company such as a Bruzy, to be able to go out there and showcase that while you're streaming, whether it be on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, etc., to get people to learn more and interact? Well, first and foremost, I will tell you this. <laughs> It helps you keep your anger management down. I can tell you that much because when you get angry at a driver, you, you try not to badmouth them. You try not to scream, obviously. But the people are seeing not just what's going on, like, for example, during the Podium broadcast, but it gives them an opportunity to see what's going on inside the driver's helmet slash what's going on in my sim seat. Okay. So it also shows the real person. Uh, it's not just, okay, you see a car out there with a number on it. And okay, it's passing a few people, but no, let's see the concentration level, what that person is doing, see what they're advertising. Hence why, if you take a look, you've seen my broadcast, of course, where I have a bruisey and pro auto service and SK and all that 
shown up on my broadcast as advertising. So that gives them a little bit of airtime, whoever's watching, of course, too. And obviously you're representing those uh, brands and you want to represent them well, but you also want to concentrate and, and make sure that you, you have uh, situational awareness is the words I'm looking for on the track, because I mean, again, you will have people type to you, but I don't read that during racing because my head is always in the game in the car when it comes to something like that. I read the, the comments later and obviously I answer them and I appreciate anybody that takes the opportunity to even watch a live feed. But I think it's good exposure as being, first of all, who I am, what people see in me and people see the brand that I'm actually representing, hence a bruisey. Yeah, good point, Ray. I, I I was streaming for a little while there. Ray helped me get all this set up, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to make a mistake here. I'm going to do something wrong that I'm going to regret. I, I, I thought, you know what, Ray? I'll just let you be the driver out front. I'll just get in these races and do it. By the end of the night, though, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys a little story with Ray. He, You know, streams. So he, he was just turning on his stream, and we'd go race and do our thing and stuff, and then every once in a while, Judd oh, would, you know, <laughs> yeah, make a mistake, and, you know, Ray, are we – are we streaming? Are we live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to be in trouble now. <laughs> so it's come forward now, guys, where to this point, Ray will tell us like 10 minutes before he's going to go live. And then he'll tell us five minutes, two minutes, one minute. <laughs> We're going live, guys. And then, literally, I can feel my body settle down. I can just relax and go into this thing because at this point now, there's no more talking for Judd. It's all about racing. And I'm not going to say anything to upset. We know that there's other drivers that watch us. We know that there's other people that get on and watch the stream. We get that. It's the thing that frustrates me is when drivers that are in our league and they're running a fourth monitor, a fifth monitor, they're doing something where they're watching the race. They can hear what's going on on Ray's stream. And if we're Mm -hmm. talking about stuff, it's just, I don't know. At this point right now, I just let Ray do his thing and I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that things are going well. It's exciting to see a very underdog team, to be honest with you. You know, they only brought three drivers, and there's some teams in there that are bringing five, six, seven, eight, well, five, six, seven drivers to a race every week. And we know who they are for the most part, but still, it's frustrating. Is it, it just gets to me because I can't fathom a team fielding seven, eight cars mm-hmm. for a season, you know? And I bring I bring Ray and I bring Sean and myself to the table, and we managed to get a driver into the playoffs, not only into them, but we're deep. I mean, we're going for this thing to be a top four challenge next week at Kansas. So see, I see, think to myself, you know, let's do it. If, if there's one thing I can add to that is judges made a very valid point. It does get to a point. Now, I've seen a lot of streamers – when they adjust anything on their setups is they have a cover over what happens. And uh, obviously if I was a contender and I knew somebody was streaming, which I do know there's other guys stream, but I don't watch theirs. I'm more concentrating on mine. It's kind of can be a disadvantage, uh, but I don't mind honestly helping anybody. I mean, it kind of sounds weird like that. If you find a glitch, cause everybody's driving styles different. Everybody's steering wheel set up different. Everybody's got a different little sim rig. Some of them got still to the desk with one monitor type thing, but they're not going to drive kind of like you are. They're not going to lift at different points like you are and vice versa. But it can be a disadvantage. But if somebody wants to read that, I'm not having a problem with it. That's why I don't cover it up. One of these days I'll figure out how to do that, and I might just cover it up. But all in all, like like you just said, Judd, the biggest thing is, is people can kind of see, if they're watching during the race, even though there's a slight delay, they can see, okay, we're going to pit next lap, and they can discuss it with their team on, on Discord uh, or team speak, whatever. Okay. These guys are pitting next lap. I just heard on his broadcast. We can go in this or whatever. 
but it never seems to be anything that anybody's really caught on to, I guess. How can I yeah. put that as, you know what I mean? It never seems, I'm saying it's a disadvantage, but no one's ever taken advantage of it, I guess, is what well, I Well, we did I the tell. fuel thing, guys. We did the fuel last week. We knew going into this, we were going to short pit this. We just wanted to get as far into that first stage where we could get in, get the fuel, get back out there and try to draw some of these cars to pit lane. And I'm watching the broadcast after, and they're saying, I think a bruisey totally jack this thing totally is gonna this is gonna just ruin their night it's not gonna work there's no way bad 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 juju ju <laughs> and it worked behold lo and behold what do we get out of nowhere we get a caution and we mm -hmm. are golden you yep. know that's the little, you gotta are. take some risk yeah but you know what let's actually continue this conversation right quick we, we come back more with judd danielson and ray richer you're listening to the iRacers download on the speed sport podcast network and nascar digital media welcome back to the iRacers download on the speed sport podcast network and nascar digital media i'm justin prince along with taylor Bowers and wayne owens joined by judd danielson and ray richer and ray I want to ask this as well when it comes to you and your partnership with Judd as well, and you can come in as well with this as well. You've mentioned the partnership you guys have had throughout this time. What have been some of the challenges to be able to work together and some of the positives of working together over the years in racing, whether it's on the sim or the real world, to be able to be on the same page and work together in a series such as the MPI Cup Series? Well, I never thought I would ever have the opportunity to work with Judd. And uh, back in the day, obviously, we were contenders against each other for the first probably two years in iRacing. And it came about one day that uh, Judd approached me, and we sat down and had a nice little talk. And, of course, you know how iRacing is. You guys are in your locations. We're, you know, He's in Wisconsin. I'm in New York. And we kind of, uh, well, he invited me along to try out and do a few races along with him in different leagues. And, uh, well, I should say here we are, but there's a lot more to it than that. I mean, when we became we became friends long ago, obviously as contenders, and uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, I'll do anything I possibly can from here, you know, for a Bruzy and Judd, as good as he's been to me. And uh, the the challenge along the way was not really all that much. I mean, we we were contenders, and obviously we he was a very hard racer. I mean, he. He always has been, and that's and, and that's a good thing. I mean, that puts him up front for most of these races and a very good guy to concentrate with as well as listen to, and it took me a while to figure that out, to be honest with you. Okay, listen, try this offset, try that offset, uh, this ratio. Got to steer in here. In fact, just the other night when we were practicing, I mean, he he, got, he goes, listen, you got to do this. I'm like, okay. In other words, what he means is we're trying – we did all of our practice. We did all our fuel runs. We did all our tires – uh, you know, testing what they're going to be wearing at what uh, offset and all that. He says, but here's the deal. You and I always never really care about the fastest lap when it comes to practice. I never have. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun to do that. But the other night he says, listen, dude, you're in the playoffs. Let, let's get you up there at least in the top five. He says, you got to make a good lap. And I'm like, well, give me a little bit. No, no, no. Don't a little bit. You got to make a good lap. So he made a few suggestions, few where I, you know, where I should turn down, where I should break, where I should throttle. And it worked. I'm not going to lie to you. He, he's very, very good as, um, as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for as somebody to learn off from as time progresses, obviously I racing changes as well as, uh, they go on because if it didn't change, we'd have the same winners every week. Put it that way. Same thing with NASCAR rules. Okay. Think about it that way. So he's a good, 
person to adjust to the the way things change at different tracks and also noticing details. Like for example, the sun on the track or the shade in the track in different areas at what time, okay, you got to punch it here. Uh, it's that really has taken me challenges, but the biggest challenge I've had is just listen to them. And I'm very happy that I have at this point. Yeah. It's been an interesting relationship um, with Ray and I, you know, over the years and did it to what he said is, you know, we never really had any, you know, issues it was always kind of a a friendship thing and then oh, yeah we, we've never gone head to head nothing like that no, in other words oh you no. son of a you know but uh no. yeah <laughs> in fact okay i remember one night in domino's tyj that i was a 10th place you were ahead of me in points and we were running trucks and this is long before i was even affiliated with a bruzy we were on trucks coming down to the last lap i had 10th place and the thing is, I hit Judd on the track that night, and I know he got mad at me. I don't care. You know, he's my best friend now. I he I know damn well I hit him. So anyways, we get down to the last lap, come off a of turn four. I had him by a nose, and seriously, guys, break my chops. I don't care because he had better points than me. I hit my brakes. I let him have 10th, and he screamed at me after that race. What the hell are you doing, he says. I go, dude, I owed you. You're higher up in the points. As um, far as I'm concerned, you, you got it. That's the way it should be. I don't care. You run me hard. He says. And, yeah. Well, we we it's all over and done with. But that's just one of the stories of a good couple that I can probably remember. I mean, it's that was a fun night too. I mean, I just I, I didn't want to take it from him. And again, I I'm the one that kind of put him back there, so I decided to put him back up. Appreciate it. <laughs> the big thing <laughs> we've been doing is trying to come up with, you know, ways to keep this brand. Uh, relevant uh, there's a lot of companies out there and you know they all do their thir- their certain thing but we do one thing that a lot of companies which i will alert you guys to the factories don't like what we do just so you know they don't like doing custom stuff because it's one pattern one time and unless that person comes back you know two three years later whatever when their gloves are just wore out or where they want to get a fresh pair they'll never be sold again so one of the things we've been trying to come up with is ways to have drivers really, really get outside the box. You know, we can do any type of a custom, whether it's a T-shirt, a hat, a glove, a boot, you know, team wear, polos, all that stuff. It, it's really been enjoyable to watch Ray progress over the last year and a half or so that he's been running a bruisey stuff he's been out there he's been flagging the north america with 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 ray richard live streaming a bruisey race where here we go so it's been fun i've been really trying to encourage him to keep moving forward keep going you know we have a new team coming on board we're actually changing cars we're going to be switching over to fords for 2022 um it is what it is it, it, you know most of the drivers for whatever reason want to run a ford and Okay, I guess if that's what you feel more comfortable in, Ray and I are Chevy guys, but you know it's for the. I'm glad the you said good. it. Glad you <laughs> said it. Good. <laughs> See, not just like, that. Justin, Go ahead, you Justin. asked. Yeah, Justin, you asked about you know some specifics of it, and and I think that you know Ray hit a lot of it on the head. Is that we're just easy going, and yeah. Ray doesn't take stuff personally, and I do tend to get a little bit choppy. But it's because I'm passionate. It's because mm-hmm. I really care. I want to see these results, and I know they're in these drivers. You know, maybe I shouldn't be racing. Maybe I should just be a team owner. But that's not why I got involved. I got involved in ride racing because I like to race. I love to race. 
and it's been something in my blood since I was a kid. And I'm just not going to walk away from a car because, you know, I have the name and I have something that people want. I mean, you'd be surprised, guys. And I was telling Ray this other night. I'm like, one of my worst fears, I guess, is when I stop getting emails and text messages from drivers that are looking for sponsorships. It's a fear. But as as an apparel owner, uh, as a racewear provider, um, it gets overwhelming. It gets really overwhelming because you don't want to say no. At least me, I'm not. I'm not the type of guy to say no. I want to help everybody. I, will, I want everybody to have our stuff, but I can't just give the stuff away constantly, right. you know. So I've been really trying to do my research and make sure that the drivers that I'm bringing on board, you know, they're going to get their care package and they're going to run that stuff. But you know, I've been doing that for drivers for you know two years now, and. It just seems like some of them come and go and they maybe build different paths for themselves. And that's fine. That's great. Go, you know, go live your dream. But if you're going to get on board, then I really expect you to be on board. Well, so, I mean, um, I don't write contracts for everybody and all that, but at the end of the day, it's been, it's been really nice, real fun working with Ray and, and Sean and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get her done. We'll get it done when, one one way or the other, we'll get it done. If there's uh, one thing I can add to this rather quickly, and again, I, I keep saying over and over how much I appreciate what he's done for me and a bruise he's done for me and such. I'm actually, uh, I used to race myself. And again, this isn't a bragging thing by any means, but uh, I've been out of it for roughly about 10 years. I'm an older guy. I'm 47. But a friend of mine has come forward and we are working on building a car and it will have the Abruzzi logo on it somewhere. And we will uh, promote them as much as possible locally here in upstate New York, running at different tracks. So this isn't just carrying from, uh, you know, your iRacing background. You got to realize too, a bruising makes cartware too. They make helmets, they make uh, uh, suits, they make gloves, all SFI rated for cart racing. So it's not just uh, your sim racing world that we're involved in, but obviously that's what we're promoting because that's what we do. So, again, uh, I, I will definitely do what I can to represent the brand as best as I, uh, as I can, as much as they are good to me. Well, gentlemen, as we come to a close on this interview, where can people go to learn more about you guys as we close this out for following you guys, whether it be the MPI Cup Series or anything else that you guys go forward with the rest of this year and in the future? Well, for a bruzy side of it, a bruzy racewear USA is on Facebook. That's where I do most of my communication for, for folks, customers, everything else. You, you got questions. A bruzy racewear.com is the website. It's all brand new. Uh, it's been live for about 15 days now. Um, I just felt like I needed to freshen up what we've seen for the last couple years. And there was no NASCAR stuff originally on our website. So uh, the homepage has finally been updated where I can share my passion with NASCAR and, and, and the folks that visit us. And the rest of it is, you know, just what, what Ray does for streaming and, you know, what he puts out there. I try to do my best to support him and, and share whatever he brings to the table. Uh, my end of things, uh, Facebook, of course, my Facebook, Ray Richer. Uh, on Twitch, it's RollCage44, and it's the same on YouTube. And whenever I do the broadcast, I try to restream all three of them at the same time. So computer seems to handle it. I don't seem to have an issue, and I'll continue to do exactly that. Um, if there's uh, obviously any questions on a bruisey race where I get a hold of me or Judd, we'll do what we can to answer those questions for you. And um, trying to think of what else I can kind of point out here. But every Sunday, by the way, uh, 9 p.m. is when I go live. 
and Judd knows that by now, especially with the countdown from time. But <laughs> the, other, the other thing is on Podium Esports uh, on their Twitch channel, the races will be live for the MPI Cup Series. And just so you guys know, uh, I mean, you guys know, but the audience may not, MPI, Max Pappas Innovations. He makes steering wheels for uh, whenever you see your broadcasts of your cup cars and such, you'll see the MPI logo on that wheel in the past. Not just a logo, that's made by Max Pappas the former IndyCar driver, so it gives you an idea who he is. But now they're actually doing SimMax wheels, which is all four iRacing sim rigs. So that's the other reason that we're promoting MPI in the MPI Cup Series. Again, uh, I appreciate them bringing us along, and uh, we're going to go for a championship this week, boys. Gentlemen, good luck this Sunday. Okay, of course, once again, the MPI Cup Series will be on Podium Esports Network, one of our favorite channels when it comes to all things sim racing. Of course, you can catch the action at 9 p.m., and we look forward to seeing what you guys can do, and hopefully you guys can bring home a championship. Good luck to both of you, and that is Judd Danielson and Ray Richard from Abruzzi Racewear and Abruzzi Racewear Esports. We are going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to bring you the news of the week. This is the iRacers Download on the SpeedSport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. Welcome back to the iRacers Download on the SpeedSport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. I'm Justin Prince along with me is Taylor Burris and Wayne Owens with you for this one. As it was an eventful week to say the very least, Taylor, in the week of sim racing. In particular, especially for new content across the iRacing service with the Chicago Street Course making its debut for the eNASCAR Pro Invitational iRacing Series and being released to the public afterwards. It certainly was. This street circuit is going to be a testament to how NASCAR and iRacing continue to build their partnership of trying new things and actually testing them out before they actually hit the actual real-life situation that we see. And the Chicago Street Circuit provided quite a bit of action watching some of the highlights and the race on Wednesday night, Justin. But it was none other than James Davison from Rickware Racing who took home another checkered flag in the eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational after going back-to-back after his win at Coda. You know, he lapped the entire field with the pace he had. It was incredible to see how he was driving that circuit nice and smooth and consistent and it was a crazy start, keep in mind, to that race with Anthony Alfredo ending up trying to send it up the inside and instead sending it off into the tire barrier in the first corner. And to see how some of the drivers adapted to the circuit as the race came on, that was the key thing, was adapting as the race went on. It led to some great battling where you had drivers like Joey Logano and Quinn Hove battling. You had drivers such as Matt Tabitadetto and Timmy Hale battling. There were some great battles mixed in throughout the entire race, to say the very least, but it was absolutely domination from Davison. It certainly was, and that just kind of shows you what we can expect with this new street circuit. And, of course, the graphics team who helped build this street circuit did a phenomenal job. I mean, the city of Chicago just looks absolutely beautiful in the sim, and you know, after it being released on the same night, was just phenomenal. But there's a couple of more things that we got a t- bit of a teaser of so far this week in the world of iRacing. Actually, today, the Formula V finally made its official video showcase where we got to see how the car looked, sounds, and drove on the circuit. And I got to say, this Formula V is going to be very fun for rookie drivers as well as anyone who's a fan of SCCA or open wheel racing. I think so as well. It's going to be 
probably one of the more popular cars on the entire iRacing service because it races well. It's something that a lot of drivers race in in the real world. And some of the iRacer staffers, iRacing staffers, I should say, were a big part of its development because of their experience with the drive, with the car. Greg West in particular got a shout out on the iRacing forums to some of the develop, to some of the smoke puffs that can come out of the cars when you're shifting through the gears, Taylor. So it's incredible to see the amount of detail put in and the work put in for the Formula V. It's just a matter of how it will fare out once it goes to the public is going to be the interesting mark for me. Well, I think one of the markets that they're going to try and hit on with this Formula V is the SCCA. I mean, you've got to think about it. That is where one of the biggest group of Formula V drivers are in the United States and Canada. Uh, in fact, actually this week, uh, here this week on the week of first week of June, we're actually going to see the SCCA head out to Road America for one of their super, Hoosier Super Tour Series races, which is going to be exciting. And a lot of Formula V drivers go to these events and also in preparation for the runoffs at Indianapolis later on this year. So I think it's a good opportunity for these drivers to utilize the Formula Vs to test for these specific races. And it's going to be exciting to see how many more people could possibly sign on with iRacing because of this new car. Indeed, and there's going to be the interesting marks, too, where, keep in mind, the Formula V was confirmed later on in the day by Brian Simpson of iRacing to be on the new damage model. So it's going to be interesting how the cars react when it comes to the damage. Indeed, it's also, keep in mind, more so the focus, the Formula V, towards the lines of what is run, they confirm, with Europe and Australia. So it's going to be a mix of a few different series from what we see from this car overall production-wise on the service, it's going to be interesting what tracks they put it on in the schedule. It is going to be interesting to see. Of course, that will be released, I believe, if I remember correctly, next week when we get ready for our Week 13 Build Week. So stay tuned. And, of course, the good news is, Justin, it's free. So everyone can get involved as long as they have an iRacing subscription. Yes, indeed. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of people at least trying it out I think I might actually try it out and see if I can survive the first corner with it. Take the Formula V on the Chicago street circuit. Get the best of both worlds. That's actually a good idea to see if you can survive the course with it. it especially with the difficulties of the Chicago street course and its unique passing opportunities. It certainly is. But another car today was also showcased on Thursday, June the 3rd. And that is the Porsche 911 GT3R. The most, probably the most talked about sports car, but probably the most talked about and dreamed car that has been wanted on the iRacing service, finally made its first official race debut today before it was released for next week's build, and it was used in the Porsche 911 GT3R Premier All-Star Special Edition Series. They ran at the Hockenheim, which was, I gotta say, a excellent choice, as some of the biggest streamers and all-stars in the Porsche Tag Heuer Esports All-Star Series, came together for two sprint races and two different winners for each of them. It was actually for race number one, Kyber Sanchez, who took home the checkered flag for race number one, and then it was none other than Dave Cameron who took home race win number two. And watching those cars on the track, I did catch that briefly today before uh, we came on the air was very interesting to see how those cars drove the sound and even listening to some of the people who were testing out these cars the 
intricacy of how it's a mix of both the 911 GT3 Cup car, but also like the GTE car. I know there's a lot of excitement with this car coming out onto the service, to say the very least, to be able to see it now on there. It's going to be huge, to say the very least, to see how drivers react to it and battle with it. Keep in mind, it was talked about where they had to put in some new code for the sim on top of things to make sure that it was ready to go with the car. So... It's going to be interesting to see how it battles for drivers in the public service and how some of the top teams in all of iRacing battle with it. And for those of you who are wondering, well, did they release this car like they did with the next-gen cup car along with the Chicago Street Circuit? Unfortunately, no. The reason why is just as Justin brought out, they have still some more coding work to do in order for us here on the iRacing service to have a better quality experience when they release it next week during the build. But, of course, we don't mind waiting. We've waited this long for the GT3R. I think we can all wait for a few more quiet days before we hear the thundering sounds of Porsche 911 GT3R cars out on the iRacing service. But, Justin, we also have to talk about one more thing. We are coming to the close of round one of the E-NASCAR Road to Pro Qualifying Series. They're actually getting ready to kick off their race on Thursday night, June the 3rd, as they head to the paperclip Martinsville Speedway. Looking at the points right now, it's Brandon McKissick, Colin Keister, Ethan Lane, your top three in the points. But looking throughout the field right now, some of the biggest heavy hitters with the most wins goes to actually Ethan Lane, including several other drivers like Brad Wright and Nate Stewart, who are looking to try and get the needed points they need in order to make it to the next round. And I know a lot of drivers are focusing on where they're shaping out with the drop weeks in particular as well now to Taylor, because this is to where you do not want to have a bad race at the paperclip. You have a bad run at Martinsville, it puts you in a very bad box. So there's a lot of pressure to qualify well there and to make sure you come away with a clean race truck because it could be very difficult, to say the very least, for that race to be able to make moves. I will say, though, that some of the drivers in turn have been focusing on sponsorships. Ethan Lane, you mentioned his name, for example, picked up sponsorship today was announced for action. So he's someone that's picking up backing. You also have drivers such as Kenny Brady picking up backing. So drivers are already prioritizing the second round. It's just a matter of getting there and making sure you're in position to get there. Certainly is the case as we keep an eye on that, as there's only going to be a couple of more rounds. This race here and then the final race of the season going to be held at Dover. So keep an eye on that. Well, Justin, it's hard to believe, but we got done with another episode. But before we go, we're going to preview quickly on some of special events that you can go and catch on the iRacing service throughout the week before you come back for our next episode of the iRacers Download. And it kicks off on thir- on Friday, June 4th, 9.30. You can catch action on twitch.tv forward slash podium esports. For the Next Gen Fast Fridays, utilizing the Next Gen Cup cars at the Watkins Glen Circuit, That's going to be exciting to watch to see how the next gen handles road course racing at the Watkins Glen International Circuit. And then, of course, the MPI Cup Series. We talked with Judd and Ray about that during our interview with them. Catch that on June 6, 9.15 on twitch.tv forward slash podium esports at Michigan. So that's 9.15 June the 6th. 
And then probably the biggest race we're looking forward to as well, Monday Night Racing, the MX-5 Cup Cars, heading to Lime Rock, June 7th at 8 p.m. You can catch the action on twitch.tv forward slash podium2. And then, of course, finally, our good friends over at the Porsche Car Club of America Sim Racing Series, Series 6, Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta. Two races left in their championship, June 9th at 8 p.m. Catch the action on youtube.com forward slash PCA Sim Racing. And then we're back at it on June 17th for the eNASCAR Road to Pro Qualifying iRacing Series at Dover. June 17th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, next week, Justin, it is Build Week, so we will have all the news and updates, release notes, and reviews of some of the newest things released and the new toys for us to try out on the iRacing service, as well as many other special surprises. So stay tuned. Justin, any final thoughts for you? I can't wait to see how the new build goes, to see what is involved with it, as well as to see how some of the facilities go about when it comes to the Chicago Street Course, two drivers in the overall public. I can't wait to see how things fare out with the new build. There's a lot of excitement, and I definitely feel that said excitement. I can't wait to see what happens. I certainly feel that same sentiment as well. Well, for our my co-host Justin Prince, our wonderful producer, Mr. Wayne Owens, and our two wonderful guests that we had from Abruzzi Racewear, Judd Danielson and Ray Richer. I'm Taylor Burris. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the iRacers Download on the Speedsport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media.